The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The radio is here on employmentradio.com. As your campaign manager, oh, God. I'm just going to say, you know, there's a lot of things that you're doing good. Clearly, you're on the right path. But I think we need to tweak just a little bit of Maybe. what your messaging well, also, is. Also, I haven't been there in like two months. That's Maybe all right. Three months. That like, gives you the advantage of being the mystery. You're the wild card. Nobody's going to be expecting you. And I'm that's how we're going to sweep. Running? Yeah, that's how we're going to sweep in here. Because Ooh. we got to start the campaign right now. Uh, there's a lot of things we need to do to build you up, and we need to figure out who the competition is and maybe bring them uh, down a little true, bit. That's true. That's true. I don't know yet. Okay. Well, okay. let's. We're, I'm going to walk you through everything. I'm going to oh, help you win this. I feel so reassured. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Thanks to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Audible link right there on our front page. And uh, you can do that. You can download two free audiobooks, which is a huge support for us. Have I told uh, you about the new book I'm listening to? Are you still listening to your nerd book? Uh, yes, I'm still listening to my nerd book, oh, okay. yeah, Bobaverse. Yes, well, I'm listening to my my version of a nerd book. I'm listening to um, David Lynch reading about himself in his book. Um, that sounds like a nightmare to me. It's the best. It's the best. That it's just called, sounds. It's this book called Room to Dream, where him and this other woman, her name is Catherine something or other, and like they each take turns. Like what she does is she researches. So basically, it's like the history of his life, and what she'll do is write one chapter where she's researched like the beginning of his life and like where he grew up, and then he will tell that same timeline from his perspective so it's like it's it's a dream it's a dream for anybody who's a fan of david lynch like it's fascinating because you get to kind of hear um where all these ideas and came from and all these references from his childhood that made it into the art that he eventually creates i can tell you i can't (laughs) off the top of my head think of a book i would rather listen to less than david lynch talk about david lynch oh it's great that is too much It for is me. wonderful. So I'm just walking around listening to David Lynch talk about David Lynch. So uh, that book is called Room to Dream, which I'm I'm actually enjoying it. It started off a little slow, I will say. At first time, I'm like, all right, I'm a fan. And then now it's picked up. So talking about Eraserhead and how it all got made. It's it's You can hear references from his Like personal- I already am bored of this book. You can hear references from his personal life. Like basically he's talking about, for example, like his fri- – I won't ruin anything, but like his first love. No, please, her last name no was – Briggs. So any of you uh, Twin Peaks fans out there know Major Briggs is a huge part of Twin Peaks. Like a lot of the names and last names and places and things that he uses in a bunch of his creations are all from his life. It's really fascinating. Room to dream. Um, So uh, you can pick up that book, but then also pick up a copy of The Zombie Who Cried Human because uh, I believe you may recognize the two voices on that book. Yes. So uh, pick that ones. up. They're these ones. They're right these there. ones. It's yeah. these right here. Yeah, so pick up those two books. Anyway, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Audible link. Coming up on today's show, we're going to be joined by Jason Lamb. Yes, you know Jason Lamb here at Fun Employment Radio Land. Yes. You definitely know Jason Lamb. You sure do. And also, <laughs> we're going to be joined by Tyrone Collins, who also is known as The Real Hijinks. Yes, comedian in. in town, and they are both here to talk about the Northwest Black Comedy Festival, which is going on this weekend. So, really excited to have them in here. And uh, I believe the real hijinks is one of the founders. Of yes, the him and his wife are, are the founders. I think okay. this is the third year that they. We been do doing have it. to ask him: Should we call him Tyrone, or should we call him the, or should we call Mr. him Mr. Hijinks, Mr. Hijinks? I kind of like the name Mr. Hijinks. Yeah. Uh, We will ask him. We'll find that out. Regardless, though, Northwest Black. Can we ask him before? Since we've already talked about this on the show, we don't need to do it. All right. (laughs) Uh, Northwest Black Comedy Festival this weekend. They'll be here in just a few. But we need to talk about a very important thing going on in Sarah's life. And it's this. In case you don't know, Sarah has another job that she works at where recently she was named Employee of the Month. I was. For December 2018. Yes. So I was picture the last... up on the wall. Yes. Oh my god. I mean, the whole picture. deal. The whole shebang got a got a tiny bit of uh, of a bonus, which was nice. Got some accolades from my peers. I I enjoyed it very much. But now I didn't realize that since I did in fact win Employee of the Month for 2018, that I am put in the running toward becoming America's next top Employee of the Year at my cater waitering job. Employee of the Year. So you have 11 <laughs> opponents in this. I do I have 11 opponents. There are people who are making the judgments on this. See, I don't know. Okay. I don't is... know if there's a panel. All I right. don't know if it's like my peers. I don't know what's going on. Okay. There is so much to unravel here because we're going to, we're going to get you that award. 
you are going to be employee of the year. So I really don't. Think you don't so, know. But I, I appreciate. Is the there support. a way to find out who your opponents are in this? Because you have to look at them as opponents. They're not coworkers. I know anymore. some of them because I've seen their pictures also on the okay. on the wall over the past year. Well, you can't let them know you're their opponent. You need to give them a sense of false confidence. Well, two of them get are like my direct. Heads. Two of them are my direct coworkers. Perfect. Okay, so you need to get in their head. So you need to write them right now. Have you guys talked about this yet? How you're in the running? No. Okay. But it's my it's my dear friend Sandy. Well, hey, I have to you take know, her down. All's fair in level one. The war. friend the friendship was good while it lasted. No, Sandy, she's you better believe she's going after you. She sure so is. So here's what you need to do. You need to get into her head to get her into the idea that either she doesn't want to win this or that she has no chance of winning this. I don't want to. So, no, I'm not going to get into her head. So she you want no You have to write her. This then is I what would, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Step number one: dealing with the competition. You need to not play like the uh, the negative campaign necessarily, or at least not publicly. You need to write her. So who you know two of your coworkers. So write to write to the one coworker. Write write to Sandy. Be like, hey, you know, uh, congratulations on being up for you know employee of the year. It doesn't really matter to me. I think we're all winners. Although, who's the other one? Uh, there's uh, David. A, give me name. Okay. Although David just has been kind of. Kind of a kind of weird about it. Like I feel like he really wants this, but he's kind of like talking. He's like being down mean. about everybody else, saying that he was really the the best like one. He's out the of true employee of the year. Yeah, it was. I just thought it was weird. But anyway, I just want you to know, Sandy, that I support you, and if you win, that's great. But uh, I can't say how everybody else would. Then you write to David. You say the exact same thing about Sandy. Like, oh yeah, she was just saying she's like. Uh, I don't even know why David won it or something like that, I think is what she was saying. I mean, I wasn't paying attention, but did she said anything to you? Oh, my God. That is um, like the last thing I I'm going to be doing. And she said, like, he doesn't deserve to win Employee of the Year. Like, I- I'm not sure. Boom. Then you start the war between those two. So those two, now, in the back of their mind, they're like, well, he doesn't want me to win. Well, he doesn't want me to win. Or she doesn't want me to win. So then they're going back and forth. They're going to self-destruct with that because they're going to get obsessed with it and they're going to spiral Nobody is obsessed and they're going to make this. mistakes and that's the key oh you want God. these other people to make some mistakes and so once they start making their mistakes then what you do is you go on to the next side so um so 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 you've got them they're all kind of taking each other down slowly now you're looking like a great person here how in you're god's name am i looking good. like a great I look because like a you, horrible you just person. complimented both of them no one's going to suspect you. You're complimenting them. You're like, oh, no, I don't even care. But it's see, they fine. are my immediate team, and Sarah? I would be very happy if one of them won. Perfect. That's a right way to say that. But I mean it. But, yeah, right. You mean it. Exactly. You're doing a great job already. That's good. Get them thinking that because we all know you don't, you, that you want to win this. So, so I try to get them to say, like, convince them, like, hey, I think we all have an equal chance here. And since we all are tours, why don't we just split the pot if we win? Because I really don't have a high confidence in the fact uh, that I don't work there very no. much, and they're there a lot. You are you are going to win, and you're not going to want to split that pot. No, that's not how that's going to work. Okay, so so you've got them kind of going down, and then just keep on feeding into that just a little bit. Oh, did you hear what so and so said? No, well, that's weird. And find out who the other ones are, and just feed seed the whole thing with a bunch of people getting really confused about it. But you look like the great person in it. It's because so, is this why you don't get along well with your coworkers? Because I get along they, great with my coworkers. Do they know that you're secretly evil? Trying to plot against them, trying to make it think like you're I'm being I'm not nice. trying to plot against anyone. There's no competition for that. I'm not – don't bring me into this and uh, my no. – Exactly. See, it makes you uncomfortable to think that you're trying to take advantage of your coworkers, doesn't it? But I'm not trying to take advantage of my coworkers. I like my coworkers. I'm, I'm I like fine. mine. Uh, well, yeah, but you have something on the line. You want to win. <laughs> it doesn't mean you don't like them. It just means you want to win. And by the way, you're being nice this whole time. You're not understanding the, the philosophy behind this. You still come out – like roses. Like, you you seem great. They're the ones that start tearing at each other. That's not on you. You've given each one of them a wonderful compliment. I think I have the least percentage of a chance of actually winning this thing. Okay. So so you have that. You have that going. And, um, and so now we need to find out who's making the decisions on this because then you got to start that campaign. So and let's say if it was decided on before, it was like the upper management. I mean, I could write my friend and ask who picks the... Yes, All right, because that's how we him. need to start that campaign, That's too, true, because, because that is the important. only way, because I don't want to alienate my coworkers. However, I do want to know... No, well, you're not going to alienate, alienate them. They're going to love you. They're going to alienate each other. All right. Like, Sarah, you come out winning all around on this. Okay, so you've got that going. You're winning with a campaign of niceness. They're the ones that are going to 
devolve into this. So then when it comes to the people deciding, uh, I would say a little bit of research, a little bit of extra friendliness involved to be like – That sounds like you Um, want me to do something that I don't want to do. No, I'm I'm not implying that. We're not going that far. When you say friendliness, can everyone everyone hear the air quotes in that? That's not what I was thinking. I was thinking along the lines in our live chat, someone mentioned gift baskets. That's what I was thinking. That's that's where I was going. Oh, yeah. Oh, like maybe like have a basket full of like. Chocolates and <laughs> apples or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. what's Chocolates a bribery basket? Bring in something to the to the snack room. Bring in some cookies. Hey guys, I just had some extra cookies. You know and what? I think that might home. be what. I think that could be a, a reason why I was nominated because I do always bring snacks. Because everyone is starving, and I do always bring snacks to boom to share. Right there, I, I am know Sarah Snack Girl. Like I always bring like um, either like uh, some sort of granola bars uh-huh. or some sort of. I don't know, like anything snacky that everyone can share. And there enjoy. it is. See, right there, you're already starting really well with this. So you're bringing in snacks. Snacky Sarah. Again, you're the good good coworker. Now you're the good team player, bringing in snacks for everybody. Everybody okay. likes snacks person. That's I mean, everybody true. Does. That's everybody true. does. Yeah. If you bring in snacks, uh, everybody's going to like you. Unless they're like crappy snacks. Well, what's a crappy snack? I don't know, like fruit leather? I love fruit leather. It's not called fruit leather. It's called dried fruits, right? No, but like the fruit leather, like the ones that are flat and they're Oh, that's and so good. Oh, no. Oh, I was, well, maybe that's like an old person snack, but yeah. I, th- I think those are really good. Yeah, you get some dried like apricots. What, what's a gross snack that you could bring? Um, yeah, dried apricots. I mean, not everybody is really into dried fruit. I'm not really, really a big dried fruit fan. Huh. I like dehydrated fruit. Like if you get that where it's pretending to be healthy in like a cereal or something, well, like a dehydrated strawberry. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, all that is is just a stretched out No, but then it gets, like, reactivated with the milk, so it's not as, like, dry and chewy. I'm not really a big chewy person. Okay. All right. I know that I'm I'm on my – I'm standing on an island by myself, but I don't really like sour candies. Okay, that's fine. Not everybody likes sour candies. You need something universal. So, like, if there was – yeah, if, like, someone had snacks and they were just, like, gummy worms and Sour Patch Kids and – Fruit leather, I would be like, those don't. Those what about just good. like assorted, um, assorted pastries? What, don't people like those? Pastries are good. Yeah, you know, just a little bit. Like, oh my gosh, I never have a pastry, but I'm gonna. Oh, have I one never right have here. a donut, but I'm just gonna do it today. Yeah, I'm just gonna do it today. Oh, I'm just gonna diet day. to the wind. It's a cheat day. Yeah, so bring that in, unless you want to go like the full, like bring in. Um, uh, let's see. Somebody's suggesting red vines. Ben says, Jordan oh, I do like almonds. red vines. Jordan almonds Jordan are trash. Almonds are so good, but I'm afraid I'm going to break my teeth on them. Yeah, they have the that's hard, probably that not hard a good candy one. shell. They're really good though. Well, then you got to bring in a variety. Yeah, a little bit of sweets. Well, yeah, no, I was saying this next. I wouldn't bring in. What I will bring in, <clears throat> um, probably some Chex Mix, yeah, some goldfish okay. crackers. You know why I don't like community Chex Mix because everybody dips their hand Puts in the bag. Puts their hands all over it. Yeah. No, I'll get individually packaged. Chex Mix, like mm-hmm. Gardettos or something. Sure. Okay. All right. I mean, I guess. I think something a little bit more personal would probably go a lot further. You know what? If people like cookies, you know what's a really good sharing cookie? What? Mint Milano's. <laughs> mint Milano's. Okay. Bring in some Mint Milano's yeah, then. Yeah, because they have like their own separate little like paper thing, so they make them look a little shishy. Then there aren't sticky fingers all over it. They melt in your mouth. They're delicious. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. So that's a start. Again, everybody loves Sarah. That's really what the bottom line is. Mm-hmm. They don't know you're secretly working against all of them. Yeah. Maybe because little prepackaged cheeses. Baby bells. No, I don't think mo- people are as into baby bells as you I are. think uh, – I would like a poll in the chat, please, if you like baby bells. So you'd say yes. If someone offered you a free, like, refrigerated, fresh baby bell, would you say yes or no? I would probably baby, say in no. In case you don't know what a baby bell is, baby bells are those little soft cheeses that are wrapped in the red wax and then you kind of undo it. And when you, o- like, open it up, the wax thing is a circle and it kind of looks like a Pac-Man, which yeah. my sister and I totally used to use those to, like – Talk back and forth to each other. I've never met anybody in my life who loves baby bell cheeses as much as you I do. I love them. I well, mean, you've met my sister. Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, well, okay, and so my the mother. combination of two. Yes. All right. Uh, we are keeping the baby bell economy afloat. You really are. With our family. You really are. Yeah, it's a, it's a big baby bell family. It is a big baby bell family. Uh, so, so, all right, bring in a few baby bells. Um, bring in your mint Milano cookies. And then, you know, you satisfied a lot of people. I'd say a little bit of fruit leather, but that's fine. So... So you have that going. Now we find out who's voting 
and get them each just a little something just to say, hey, just want to say thank you for the great job you've been doing. Because I've been an employee of the month, but I don't feel like you've been recognized for being, you're my boss of the month, you know, or something like that, and then give them something. That seems like I'm trying to talk down to somebody. Um, no, you're trying to say, like, hey, you're doing a great job, too, and you just need to be recognized for that. Boom. They already feel great. I'm talking about the managers here. Do oh, that that's like one of those one. bullshit things when someone like, gets an award. It's like, I know that I won, but I feel like all of us deserve the exactly. award. Exactly. That is Nobody you. likes that. Nobody believes you. It's just like, oh, <laughs> as you're crying and clutching your, like, golden whatever, and there's like, oh, and I'm looking at all of these faces out here, and I wish well, I could share it with each and every one of you. This is a good point. It's a good time to think about this, because I think if you follow this plan, and there's some more details that we can get into, but you're going to win. So all 12 of you will go up on stage. This will be at your company party, and they'll be like, and the winner, and here, I want you to practice this. Like, how are you going to handle winning? What are you going to do when you win? Are you going to be comfortable with this? So you need to – let's practice it right now. You're on stage. The entire company is watching you on stage. Because everyone's going to look at me and be like, who the fuck is this? All the lights are shining on all 12 participants. They announce each one of you. You're all standing there. So you're going to have a spotlight on me? Like whoever whoever wins, it's just going to swing around? Here's how it's going to go. They're going to go like uh, second runner-up, first runner-up, and and then the winner. So they got the second runner-up. You weren't in that, so you know you're in the final ten. First runner-up, boom, you're in the final nine. There's nine people That isn't how that works. They have the spotlights on there. Greg. First runner-up, second runner-up is third place. First runner-up is second place. First place is first place. Wait, first runner-up is second place? Have you never understood how that works? Second runner-up is third place. First runner-up is second place. Yeah, that's what I just said. You said there would be nine nine and ten people left. No, it would be... Oh, there would be ten people left. Excuse me. No, there would be two people left. Oh, I guess there would be. If it was down to the three of us. It's out of 12 people, take off two. There's okay, 10 I left. thought you meant like it was whittled down to the top three, and then you're saying like, okay. Ay, ay, ay. All right. You're making me spastic. I don't like it. And the winner. So it's on stage. There's hundreds of employees watching. You're on stage. The spotlight's going around. It's swirling around. And the, the head of the president of the company is there. And the winner of 2018 Employee of the Year is Sarah Dillon. Now, what do you do? Do you freak out? Because everybody's rushing you, and they're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, so they're happy. all, like, patting me on the back yeah. and trying to touch me because I'm royalty now. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so they come out. <laughs> they give you, like, a big award and maybe a crown or something. So you walk up, and, you, and they're like, speech, 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 speech. Boom. Here you are. You're on stage. Everybody's watching you. What do you say? I know that a lot of you probably don't know who I am, but my name's Sarah. Uh, I just want to say I really enjoy working for this company, and I appreciate being uh, voted for employee inspire, of the year. Inspire. Inspire. You you're inspiring everyone. I Everyone's looking up to you right now. They want to be you. It feels amazing to be up here. I hope that each and every one of you get the chance to be up here because I know personally for a fact that each and every one of you deserve it. If no, I could, but they don't. I would give us all this trophy because I believe that we all in this company our employees of the year. But only one deserves the crown. And that is me. So you have to inspire. You want everybody to that be That isn't like, inspiring. That's rude. Well, no, but somebody out there is like, man, how can I ever be? Not every... I hope that I've proved to you that it doesn't matter how often you work, but it matters how hard <laughs> that sounds, you that do. Sounds like, <laughs> that sounds like you're there and you just don't work. <laughs> no, I'm saying it doesn't matter that I'm not there a lot, but if you, yeah, when but you're I there, know. you got to work hard. <laughs> it just, that's not how that sounded. Um, <clears throat> okay. Anyway. You want to inspire people, though. I did inspire the rest them. I said of the we're year, all employees of the year. You want people asking you how you did it. How did you get to this level? I think they ran out of people. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're like, fuck, she's worked here for three years. It's about time we throw her a bone. And I think that everybody else in the department has been nominated. We have to nominate one of the part-time employees. Which one? I don't know. Sarah? What about that that weird one? That weird one. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> well, what I can teach you about winning is just wait it out. <laughs> Sooner or later, they will run out of people. They'll have no choice. <laughs> and they'll need to fill that slot with somebody. Just, like, <laughs> just be present. All you have to do is just exist in a job for a while. Eventually, <laughs> someone will feel guilty. <laughs> All right. Well, I never did hear back from my boss because he might be, you know, working um, about how they vote for it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's making me a little nervous. 
Well, I think uh, I think you're on the right path. Well, the thing is that they are like actually because sometimes you know, like sometimes people you know you don't go to every company party. But I mean, this is definitely getting me to go. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't not go. So I I'm mean, like, what? Right. Seriously, what if you do win? I really won't. But if I what did, what if it's like a random drawing? That would be weird. Well, I think it's because there's this mu- this parent company that owns the company that I work at or has yeah. like a few different places. So we're all doing it. It's a holiday party for everybody. Oh my! All the all of them? Yeah. So it's not. I think for our particular group, for our section of like um, our employee group, like that's our employee of the month. Then they're going to have like other people with their groups with their employees of the month. So I think there might be a bunch of. So us there's on stage. rivals. No, there's not rivals, but I'm saying there'll be multiple groups of people up there. All right, hang on. He just wrote me back. All right, I'm looking right now. He said, I think it's the executive committee. It used to be fellow employees. Oh, man, Sarah, this is like a big I don't deal. know what the executive committee is. Is that like all the bosses? I don't know what that is. That's like probably, yeah, all the bosses, all the higher ups. And they're examining your file. They're like looking over like, what are the qualifications of this woman? Do you think it's going to be like, do you know, like when people like in sorority rush when they're holding up a picture, like, what do you think of this woman? <laughs> yes, yeah, so and they have yeah pointers and they circle Negative. things on you. When it's over 75 degrees, she profusely sweats. <laughs> Positive, <laughs> she profusely sweats because she's working hard. Yes, and there's a bit, you know, different people take different sides. Like, oh, man. Dismiss her. Like, she's not worthy. Show she of is hands. worthy. Oh, God, there's going to be a show of hands. Oh, no. Cheryl, you were a temporary employee once, too. You've forgotten what it's like. You forgot how hard it was, Cheryl. Yes. Yeah, that's probably a lot of what's going to be going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a big day. It's a big day for you. An executive pan- an executive committee? Executive. Well, I'm definitely not getting it. Thanks. Assemble of the executive it- committee. Well, they all sit in a dark some- room around a big round table. Oh, man. And it's dark, and they all wear, like, robes. You know what makes me nervous about that, though, is that, you know what, the executive committee, when I don't win, has deemed me not good enough. <laughs> That's what it's saying. Like, everybody who doesn't win Employee of the Year just means, like, they've actually discussed the fact that they don't think I'm good enough to be Employee of the Year. <laughs> See? Now you're getting into the right attitude. How is that the right it's attitude? It's more about winning. It's um, more about not losing than it is winning. <laughs> You're a horrible person. You know that, right? I'm, but I'm going to make you a stronger person. That's the bottom line. Oh, my Lord. And that's what we're going to do. I'm, if, I'm, I, if I did win, I would be... I'm hitching my wagon. I would probably just... I, I don't even know. I don't think I would be able to understand it. I wouldn't be able to compute that that was a thing that You can't happened. panic when you get up there. Well, I'm not going to have to go. Like the rest of the year, it'll be Sarah Dillon, employee of the year. And then all our like, marketing pamphlets they send out... Be like, well, actually, on this on this account, um, you have the 2018 Employee of the Year who's going to be working this one. She's going to be behind the bar. Like, you'll be a selling point. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. But I'm good at I'm good at what I do. Yeah, it might get you more tips though. It might. Just put that on your tip jar. Just be like 2018 Employee of the Year. Should I put that on like everything on like every business card that I have, even for uh-huh. like my painting stuff? Just be like, Sarah X Dylan. Animal painter. If you win employee and of the year. 2018 employee of the year. If you win employee of the year. Or employee of the month, I guess. No. I'll I'll, uh, I'll get a shirt made for you. That you'll wear? No. You'll wear it. It'll have your face on it and it'll just say employee of the year. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed I didn't get one that said employee of the month, quite honestly. <gasps> Should I get that and wear that to the, to the holiday? Yes. <laughs> that's not Oh, happening. my gosh. That's <laughs> that brilliant. Not- yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's not going to happen. And just talk about it constantly before you go up. Like, I, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of good competition out there, but I, I'm feeling pretty I, I'm good about it. I'm thinking about it, and I know, I I'm, I'm, can think of a couple. I don't know if they were nominated as employees of the month, but I definitely work with some people who would be like, where are my employees of the month at? Oh, yeah. No. Like, oh, God, that would be so. I'm just oh, going to hide. No. That's when I hide. Okay. That, like, takes me back to when I worked at Red Robin, and they're calling people to sing the birthday song, and I hid in the bathroom. Like, Anytime you start something off with saying, that takes me back to working at Red Robin. Um, yeah, that's not. When I say bottomless, I mean bottomless. <laughs> bottomless fries. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break uh, because we do have our guests who are going to be coming in here. And I think we're having a little issue with our phone thing. So I've got to fix that really quick. And, uh, and let's take a break because we're going to be coming back here with Jason Lamb, The Real Hijinks. And we'll talk to them about the Northwest Black Comedy Festival. Sarah, I think that uh, I think we're on our way. All right. It's not a we thing. It's a me thing. I, well, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and... I think I'm on my way. ...say that I have a little bit to play. In you it. don't I mean, at all. Are you going to thank me? No. 
Like, it would be nice if you thanked me when but you got I up won't. there. Yeah, I won't like, even you know, be thinking about you. It's nice to be here, but I just want to say thank you to the person who inspires well, me if, every if day. Well, if by thanking you, you mean I'll thank the little people. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are pleased to be joined by the one and only Jason Lamb now. Thank you for yes. having me. Well, Hi, I just want to hear the professional, Jason. Thank you. Yeah, that. no shenanigans. Yeah, let's lower down the excitement. Let's just bring down the the energy. You should talk about one of your Debbie Downer Facebook posts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> wait, can I just can I just take this uh, opportunity? Uh, to... Okay, wait, really quick. Go ahead. We also need to introduce. Please, please. please Joining please, us please. right now, the real hijinks. Hello, 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 hello. hello. Oh, how you guys feeling? Yeah, good. doing good. I love your voice, by the way. I'm Thank excited. You. I'm, that it's, uh, it's a little raspy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not by. Design, trust me. I, I don't. It's, no, it's, I'm sure uh, the coffee will help. No, it's, yeah. It might. It may sure. not. <laughs> uh, Jason, you had a statement you wanted to make? Yes. Um, Declarative statement. Just really, really quickly, because we need to, to talk with hijinks uh, about the incredible event that he has going on this weekend, obviously. But uh, um, yeah, with regard to my Facebook posts, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, you really are going to address it, everybody. Oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going I through love, some things, and you I know. love how honest you are because I can always tell where your mind is at when you're like, it's like, oh, this is this all is happening. Oh my goodness, I'm well, in the depths of despair. I'm trying to get more in touch with my feelings, and you are a wonderful human, and you should feel your you're feelings. You're feeling human. Yeah, being. I don't know if I necessarily should be sharing them. At 3 a.m. Ah, that's, that's the best time. Yeah. That, is actually, that is honestly yeah. the witching hour is the best time <laughs> to just let it all hang out. So when everybody wakes up in the morning, you got all kind of tweets and emails. Are you okay? Is everything all right over there? Do you need a hug? Do you need me to stop by? Should I bring you coffee this morning? You, you know, know so, not surprisingly, me, not a one not one person has done that. Let, I, let let you know, I'm a not change one person that. has checked on me at all. Let I'm going to check on you. Let uh, me get a good, good example of this drama. Uh, Jason Lamb at 6.22 a.m. You think Giselle will stay with Tom Brady even after he goes bald? That's a <laughs> genuine question I have. Oh, There's no way she's going to stay no, with him. Because he's going bald him. for sure. No, no, no. No uh, way. Why would she? But it'll get the LeBron James like plug thing. Yeah. Like, have it all hey, hey, like hey. The I listen. <laughs> if I had the funds, I would uh, totally. I'd have dreadlocks right now. I would too. Actually, if I could do it and get away with it, because yeah. I've seen so many things on Facebook where people are getting like waves and dreadlocks, and it's like, oh man. But it's no different than a, a woman putting on a wig. So I feel yeah. like, yeah, yeah. You you know. I mean, I wouldn't wig. do it. Don't <laughs> right. get me wrong. I wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't do it. Props to anybody that does. You know, if I did it, I'd have to move out of Portland. So like, people that's never <laughs> seen me before, it would be worth it though. That's yeah. a whole new life. Yeah, like you know, I couldn't just show up at an open mic next week with dreadlocks down my back. Like really, really, Jinx, you want us to really believe this, right? This is all you, right? So <laughs> somebody runs into you in Seattle, like. Jinx? Just <laughs> uh, turn the uh, No, not nothing. me. Not no. me. No English. Uh, and keep walking. Move down to Atlanta to start the whole new dreadlock life? Oh, yeah. I could do that. No, I could do that. Let's do it, man. I, I, would, like to, it. I would like I to I got nothing keeping me here. Oh, wait. I guess, yeah, I, I guess uh, I'm married with two yeah, kids. Yeah, you do have the, the family, <laughs> that pesky family thing. I was going to say me too, but then my wife might hear this and be like, what? Oh, huh? yeah. <laughs> She'll slap both of us. Yeah, right? Yo, you don't got no reason to stay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to sleep. Why are you sharpening knives? Just go to sleep. Just go to sleep. It's going to be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> so speaking of your wife, so you both were the ones that came up with the idea for the, Nor- uh, the Northwest Black yes, Festival, uh, correct? Yeah. It was, uh, it was a dream. Yep. It was a... Uh, it was just a dream. It was just something that we wanted to do. And uh, my wife thought I was absolutely crazy uh, when I even told her. And even in the amount of time that we were trying to put the very first one on, my wife was just like, you know, in my face, she was smiling like, you got this. But behind the scenes, she was like, he's crazy. <laughs> I don't know how he's going to do this. He is crazy. But uh, we pulled it off. The first one, was a, it was a big success. And uh, and I think the first one, was it was really surprising because, like, yeah. you know, we were watching the ticket sales. And I was like, man, ticket sales really wasn't that big. But then the line at the door, it was like, okay, well, people don't buy tickets. They'd rather just pay at the door. So yep. That is a big thing. We have thing found that here. out the hard way, <laughs> yeah. too. We're just like, oh, God, what's happening? And then people, when they're and at the door, yeah. there you are. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, so I've learned from the first one, like, not to get totally 
stressed out over the ticket sales. Like, yeah. don't beat my. Because the first year, like, I probably if I wasn't bald or going bald, I would have, <laughs> I would have pulled it all out. Because I was just like, oh man, I can't believe it. We don't have. But then the turnouts was like was like beautiful the first year. Like yes. both shows, packed house, standing room only. Like it was like amazing, and it was like, wow, we did it. And then uh, the second year, I was like, okay, we're going to do this again. All right, here we go. <laughs> you know, uh, I had we worked with some of the same people. We worked with uh, Jason, and uh, we also worked with Black Tours again. And uh, and um, it was just, we just, yeah, it just it, yeah, it, it was working. Like, I mean, it keeps it keeps growing. Yeah. So it, only thing I keep doing is just learning from my mistakes. Yeah. Like, like, like going into next year, I already know like I'm gonna have to have a team. Like this is just a lot of work for just me and my wife. And you know, and it's like, and it's not like I I don't you know I don't care about the hard work, but it's like, dude, I'm 44. Like I am like. I'm old, like you know. <laughs> Shit, well, that's there's just, old. Oh, well, there's only NBA so standards, much. I'm old. So, <laughs> oh, that's true. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how old was Robert Parrish? He made it for a while. Uh, he's yeah, he was hello old. Forty five. Yeah. yeah. Vince Carter um, right now is the oldest player in the league playing. I think he's forty. He's a little over forty, like yeah. forty two, something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Right. Oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot he's still in. Yeah. Um. But beside all that, I mean, just getting extra help that makes sense. I mean, because it doesn't matter how old you are, how much energy you have. There's only so much you can do. It is. I mean, there's only so many emails you can write in a day. Yeah. You know, and people you can get a and hold of. So much of. coordination and pieces to the puzzle and being like, oh, dear God, is everyone going to be where they say they're going to be? Yeah, it's uh, it's that's, that's, you know, I try not to worry about that. I just keep my fingers crossed and hope that everything really, you know, I do what I can up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. And after that, you got to be like, all right, man, it's in, it's, this is it. This yeah. Is, you know, so. You've done all you can do. Yeah. Right. Now so. it's just got to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say, it's really just an honor for for me uh, as a producer of Minority Retort and the Black on Tours, the uh, all black storytelling show that we do, um, to be a part of the festival and uh, to have Jinx and uh, and Courtney, his wife, uh, to want to include us in the in the in the festival it means it means a lot to us, and so you know that's why it's. I wanted to do as much to to make sure it gets as big as it possibly can because what they've done just. As he said, just by themselves, really, in, in building it in the past couple of years, uh, has been remarkable. And they, I think more people deserve to know more about what they do and, and how they do it because they really, not only just this festival, but they run some of the best comedy shows in town. So. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Well, real quick, I want to give a plug to where the festival is this weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's at Billy Webb Elks Lodge. Yes. And that's at 6 North Tillamook Street. And that's happening all this weekend. Just all to make this sure. weekend. 6 North Tillamook Street. Yeah, 6 North Tillamook. We're going to have an uh, open mic and meet and greet kickoff at uh on the 14th at harvey's comedy club which is one of our sponsors this year so that was dope to have them come on board and uh but be one of our sponsors so we're going to start it off there if any other comedians are in town to give them opportunity to stretch their legs and um and i'm also going to work on getting a couple of the headliners that's in town a guest spot at harvey's this weekend to maybe get them in to do like 10 minutes or something uh for a show so just to you know just, just to get some time yeah, out just there. to get yeah. some time out there and to be able to perform at Harvey's Harvey's is like an awesome awesome comedy venue and I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people realize that but it's it's a great venue and I think more people should it's 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 great, man. Duh. Because it has new owners now. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's a whole new thing, man. They are they're working on, uh, you know, they're working on revamping it a little bit, like you know, just little things here and there. And but and it's gonna it's gonna come along, man. They're working real hard to make that place come together, and it's really I've seen it, and it's like it really has come together a lot. The new owners have put a lot of attention to details on a lot of things, and they're paying more attention about the the social media and what they're doing. So it's, it's really mm-hmm. coming along. It's it really is. That's and it makes really me cool. think highly of them too because they're willing to you know they're backing you and they're supporting your festival which is an amazing thing yeah and, and um there's some, really some awesome people that are coming in from out of yeah, town yeah, yeah we have people from like, the people that's coming in from out of town uh that was one of the things i was really excited uh, but before i go anywhere i know uh jason said it's an honor to be in but he doesn't realize it's actually an honor to have the black and tours and the minority retort because those are two big shows that really don't need any anything you know they don't need nothing around them to be successful because they're already built and i think those are two of the most successful uh showcases here in portland i really feel like that minority retort come on mm-hmm. i mean i know people just ask me because i've been on the show like 
maybe three or three or four times I think I've I've done minority retort. And I've had people ask me like, dude, how can I get on my I'm like, dude, you need to talk to Jason. How come no one asked me? <laughs> like, you need to talk to Jason. Like, I don't know. You know that I like what I don't know. Like, I don't know. And I'm like, like it's like, well, I've seen you on there a couple times, man. So do you know somebody? I was like, nah, man, I don't know what to tell you, but it's a great show. And I know that there's actual comedians that's like wanting to be asked to be on your show, man. Like, Jason's like, for the love of God, tell me. <laughs> I'll get you names. I'll get you names. But, uh, but it's actually an honor to have you guys be a part oh. of the festival and just uh, to be one of the showcases that was willing to even, you know, take a chance and like, you know what, let's do it. So thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. <laughs> now as he goes through so, <laughs> so you were saying out-of-town cal- uh, comics are coming in. I'm looking at this. You have people, folks coming in from all over. Oh, we have people coming in as far as um, Ohio, uh, coming from Ohio, from Florida. Uh, I think we have one person from Georgia, Phoenix. Uh, we got people coming up from Las Vegas. Wow. Weather pending, coming down from Seattle and Olympia. and Because it's weird, like... I was, we were just talking about this. Like, the snow has hit everywhere but Portland. It's yeah. so bizarre. Like, we got a little taste of it, and now it's like, knock, knock on wood. Not this weekend. <laughs> but, like, it's like it's hit everywhere. So, uh, a lot of places, like, I just got a text from Quincy Jones, Johnson, excuse me, who's doing the uh, Blame It on Social Media. He sent me, uh, they have I-5 closed down from uh L.A. to Reading or something like that. Oh, so, yeah, I oh, saw they man. just got a ton of snow. Yeah. yeah, so he's not even sure. He's like, well, we're trying to, you know, we're watching the weather, too, so they're trying to, I mean, it's like, this weather is just, ah. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, that is so stressful, putting on an event, too, and you're like, you already have so many things that you're trying to figure out. It's like, not the weather, too. Yeah, right. like, uh, like I'm working on getting a private helicopter, so next year we won't have this problem. <laughs> Everybody's getting flown in. We got this. Don't even worry about it. But Curtis Cook is coming back. Oh, yeah, Curtis Cook. Yeah. I'm sorry, oh, everybody. I haven't seen him in such a long time. Yeah, uh, uh, Curtis Cook. Yeah, big supporter. He's been in the festival. I think all three years. He's nice. Been in the festival. Um, we have Chaz Carter, who's coming in from L.A. Very funny guy. He was in the fun festival last year, and he's just been tearing up the scene, doing his thing. So he's coming. Uh, Mark Caesar. Oh, uh, super, super funny. I actually got to work with him. He was uh, here in town with Shang for a show, and me and him met, and we just vibed. And I was like, yo, if we do the festival, I'm going to reach out to you. It's like, you let me know, I'll be there. So he's coming up from Louisiana. Uh, big, funny, funny guy. And, of course, we have the super, super, superstar of uh, the Northwest, I like to say, Miss Debbie Wooten. Yes. Who, nice. Um, yes. Wonderful. Yeah, like, who's in. And uh, we actually had one comedian drop out. Toby Hicks had uh, some come up and uh, for the money they were throwing at him I totally understood it was like yo man I got it I was like dude yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I get you like you know like <laughs> you're good yeah you know like when comedy is your you know pays the bills I, I get it yeah. I, I totally get it so but we're still going to work together in the future so you know it's uh it's it's gonna be good, but uh just like I said, just the talent that we got coming in town is gonna yeah. be in this city for three days, nine showcases. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be bananas. Nine showcases. Be bananas. So nine. Thursday night the meet and greet and open mic at Harvey's. Yeah. And then uh after that it I gotta pull it up too because I should know this by heart. <laughs> yeah, okay, but by this point you're I should know close to the festival is I should Jason, know it. Sarah, and I know it starts uh, it all right oh, together. Well, in my defense, I smoke a lot of weed. I guess, <laughs> like, like, oh man, like yeah, I know, smoke. As oh. I'm sitting here listening to, to Jinx, uh, I'm thinking, you know, what's his voice going to sound like after the festival? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was so much talking it's, leading it's, up to the festival, and obviously during the festival, it's like, what the hell is it going to sound like after? Yeah, I, I'm going to be rough. Uh, <laughs> a lot of a uh, lot of lemon, hot water, and honey. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, that's how you know you did it right, though. If you yeah. if you haven't lost your voice after right? you know yeah, like working true. for a couple days at a festival. You're not doing it right. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it'll come back, but uh, small price to pay, right? So uh, oh, ginger chews too. Yeah. yeah, ginger chews work really. I don't well. like ginger. I just don't. Like I yeah. know, but it works. It gives a little tingly in the throat. It actually does really. Or help. get the ginger lemon tea, which maybe the lemon will overpower the ginger, but it does work. Okay, the ginger stuff works. I try anything once. I just yeah. I'm just not a big fan of ginger. I yeah. know, but it really it honestly does work. So uh, my fault. Uh, so uh, the first night, which is going to be, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just we're just all over the place. That's we're just going with it. That's what we're I doing. I love this. I love this we're energy. Oh, let's go, let's go. Let's talk uh, about it. The first night, uh, we're we're excited because we're going to have our first one, a podcast uh, that we haven't had a podcast in the festival before. Cool. Uh, uh, so I'm happy about that, and it's the Broken Glass podcast, and I'm real happy to be working with Steve Harvey. Uh, Steve Harvey. <laughs> wow. This festival just got bigger. Yeah. yeah. Didn't realize that. Uh, 
Uh, Shane Harvey. I'm sorry. Shane uh, Harvey's a lot better than Steve yeah. Harvey. It's okay. He's a great guy. Me and him met at uh, Lost in Portland, and he was like, and I reached out to him to do it, be a part of it, and he was like, yeah. And uh, then, oh, that's awesome. Then uh, next, uh, we have a Young Guns showcase, and that's uh, me and my wife's showcase, one of our star showcases that we put in every year, and it's usually to feature some of the up-and-comers that maybe doesn't, get that opportunity to be in a festival maybe they don't have enough years and a lot of other festivals would have overlooked them but i was like man you got to start somewhere Mm -hmm. so i want to be able to give them that opportunity and when they look back and like yo i did my first festival in the northwest black comedy festival and from there this and this and this happened so that's why we do that you know that's awesome and this is happening on friday night yeah this is friday night and then uh the last showcase for the night and uh the the young guns that will be headlined by mark caesar so he's going to be headlining that show awesome so uh uh, that, and he's not really a young gun, but he's like this guy. I mean, he's this guy's a beast. You know, <laughs> well, <saying>? it works. <laughs> so uh, then the last showcase is blaming on social media, and I like the concept of this one. It's where uh, they get comedians uh, they go on, they do a set, and uh, they pull up their old social media accounts, like things they tweeted, <laughs> and they go oh, back like recent, like his current one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they question. I should never be allowed on that show. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and so they go back through well, like their MySpace. Yeah, accounts, like, like oh, if God. they can get on their MySpace, like everything. But it's like it's really it's like okay, you said this. Now are you really gonna stand by this? <laughs> Oh, oh, man. That's awesome. That's so really awesome. I love that idea. So, like, I, I know the people that's on that show is going through their t- Like, can I del- delete? You know what? I'm just going to start a whole new account and just erase <laughs> all of that. It says formed on February 12th. Yeah. Right? That's yeah, not right. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, so, so I'm excited uh, about that. Then uh, Saturday night, uh, same thing. Again, uh, uh, I want to say Friday night, doors open at 6. First show starts at 7. Okay. Uh, Saturday night, same thing, doors open. Open at six. First show is going to start at seven, and we're going to start it out with uh, smoking jokes, hosted by D. Martin Austin. Uh, is weed and uh, <laughs> jokes. I mean, I think that's pretty much uh, it's, it's, yeah. self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, it says it right in the title. Yeah, it's, it's right. It's right there. Uh, so. <laughs> So we're going to start out with that, uh, you know. And, again, this is the second year D. Martin Austin, they have uh, had a showcase. Last year they did one in in the festival also. So I was real happy to have them come back this year and do another showcase uh, in the festival. So I was super happy about that. I'm looking at this. So they're a Mercury Party Review columnist as well? Yes. That's really cool. D is is amazing. They are are one of the most amazing. If you haven't seen them do – just go. Yeah, just that's, that's go. all I got to say. Yeah. That's it. Uh, then after that showcase, we have uh, another one of uh, our signature showcase that we put in is the House of Hijinks Heavy Hitters, uh, where we like mostly everybody in this lineup are probably our headliners. There's no, you know, there's no doubt about it. They're headliners, and so uh, this is just this is like this is like. Just headliner after headliner yeah. after headliner. All killer, no filler. I believe. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Is, is that uh, copyrighted? Yeah, not, I like uh, that. I think it probably is. I was going to say, I like the alliteration of the name anyway. The House Dang. of Hijinks Heavy Hitters. All, all killer, no filler. Yeah, yeah I like Boom. that. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I got to Google that now. I gotta see, uh, can I say dibs? Does that count? Can you say dibs? <laughs> dibs. I don't think, that's I don't think dibs yet. stands up in a court of law. <laughs> Well, front, uh, dibs. Oh, you have minority retort. Is that on Friday? Yep, and that oh, is also that is on Friday. <laughs> no, that's Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Yes, that's yeah, close. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday at ten. Yeah, and a headliner for that show is going to be Pap Johnson, who's coming up from Los Angeles, who uh, was in the festival last year, did our show mm-hmm. last year, and I, I'd never heard of him uh, at that time, but he absolutely destroyed. And I, when he was coming back, uh, I found out he was coming back. I had to have him as a headliner because he is just so damn funny um, and just uh, easy, just. Just but down to earth. Thank like, you. Down, he's so yeah, down. Yeah. To, he's so down he's, to earth. He's, he's, he's a, a silent cool killer. Like, yeah. That's the way you put it. Says, like, I mean, your description is wonderfully dry. L.A. comic Pap Johnson. That's it. He's <laughs> uh, and he's like, he's like six foot, like, like six, six foot, eight or something. Like, yeah. Is he taller than you? Yeah, I think he might have me by maybe an inch or two. Yeah, like, he's very very tall. Yeah, by so the way. he's uh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, uh, you're very welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've been working out. So, yeah. <laughs> but Pap, yeah, he's a killer, and I'm glad that he's coming back for the second year from L.A. So. Uh, so yeah, uh, like I said, each night is going to be just awesome. Like you're, you like it doesn't matter what night you come to the festival. Yeah, is guaranteed it's going to be. Uh, 
Okay, we gotta wrap this. Okay, so in uh, the last <laughs> night, I'm sorry, Sunday oh, you're, night. You're uh, good. Yeah, I'm sorry. So Sunday night uh, is going to be another fun night. Uh, we're going to start it out with the Black and Tours. No, actually, is it the Black and Tours? Yes, yeah. yes, the Black. And that's Tours. a six. Yeah, that's a six. And uh, can I just say real quick, that's yeah. um, that's a storytelling show that I mentioned uh, we've been doing uh, for a couple of years. In fact, I think we debuted it uh, the first yeah. uh, year of the festival. And that name is just. Hundred yeah. percent. That is. Thank you. That's, that's the only thing I'm good at. Really, <laughs> you are really solid at naming stuff. things. Honestly, um, I feel good about it. But, um, but yeah, that's a really important show uh, for me because um, you know I somehow fall in love with the the format of storytelling, and I know mm-hmm. you, I know Greg's done it. I don't know if you've done it, Sarah. I've done it. No, once. I have a, a terrifying fear of public speaking. Okay. Well, yeah. what? Yeah. I know, yeah. right? I can talk in front of a microphone for days. In front of other people, mm-mm. We're very similar in that regard. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, but uh, I wanted, so I wanted to do a, an all-black storytelling show um, and been fortunate enough to have that hosted by Leanne Johnson, um, who's very funny and, and very talented improviser in town. Um, and what she does with the show is, is pretty amazing. We're in between the different storytellers that we have. Like, she basically improvises a story based on theirs, um, based on her own personal experience that she can relate to the, with a previous storyteller she showed and it's just, for her to mix stuff out, up out of whole cloth is really amazing to watch and improvisation is just yeah. a fascinating skill that people have yeah. like I mean just be able to tie one thing to the next absolutely yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing and the headliner for that one's going to be Debbie Wooten as well and who's I've been wanting to have on the show, and I, she has nothing but amazing stories, so I'm um, really looking forward to that. Our buddy Keelan King's in the uh, chat right now. He just said, I performed at the Black on Tour show. It's a good show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he also time. added, and yes, white people can go. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> there's no way to avoid it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Portland. I mean. <laughs> it is an uh, awesome show, and it actually, like I said, it opens you up to a whole different avenue of like first time i did it i was i was actually really shocked at like because i was nervous you don't know yeah. but once you get up there and you start telling your story and the words story it's it's, it's such a exhilarating feeling like yeah. i can't just it's wow it's, well the connection with an audience with somebody who's telling a story i mean it's really it's it's really fun Storytelling it's is a fun a experience thing, yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome and so that's on uh Sunday. Sunday. That's on Sunday. 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 And then uh, then after that, we have uh, one of my uh, favorite showcase. uh, One of my favorite showcases I've actually been on is coming from Tacoma. It's called Inebriated, Hydrated, and Faded, and it's hosted by Ken Hamlet. What's uh, that about? Okay. uh, (laughs) Wow, I'm glad you asked. Uh, What they do is comedians come out, and they do a a five- to seven-minute set, and then uh, their teams, there's two teams, and then uh, one team will go out and get real, real high, and the other team will go out and get real, real drunk, and then they'll come back and they'll attempt to do another set uh, with a couple suggestions from the audience and then they'll vote and say who is the best set <laughs> who did which team won it's a uh, it's actually a very I mean, I've, you can only do it once a year. Uh, I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> yeah, you can't get booked on that more than once. It's like, nah, I'm good. Uh, but it's a very, it's a very, very fun show, and I had the opportunity to do it. And I was like, yo, this is fun, but no, no. <laughs> uh, I was like, book me in 2020. And I'll be, I'll be back in. So you're not going to be participating. Oh this year. no! Oh no! Oh no! Mm-mm. I'm even going to watch it with a cup of coffee and just like from a distance, like no. <laughs> and I want to make sure that we mention the um, the the ladies showcase. Uh, we have was always the most popular show yes. uh, in the yeah. festival as well, the, and that's the last one we're going to be closing out tonight. It's the it's a Dirty Angel presents Ladies Run This Mother, so it's like a all it's an all woman. This is like last year. This one got voted uh, best showcase because we give out awards too. So we give out awards for best host, best showcase, best set, and funniest uh, funniest comic. Nice. So uh, last year, um, the the ladies the woman showcase murdered it. It was like the awesome. most outstanding. I think it was tabloid um, um, comedian, AK out of Las uh, Las Vegas, um, Debbie Wooten, Rissa Riss, uh, Summer Azim, uh, Marla, Marla, Evelyn, the De- Marchi, Dementi. I hope I said her name right. Uh, <laughs> but it was like it was uh, the the lineup was bananas and it is always one of my favorite lineups to put together and this year no different debbie wooten's going to be headlining this and we're going to be uh i hope she's not listening uh we're going to be presenting debbie wooten a plaque uh for her 30 plus years of comedy and uh just all the things she's done so we're going to be doing that and she's going to be closing this out and uh 
you know, and and if you want to vote, we're actually going to have it set up so you can go online, go to the Northwest Black Comedy uh, Festival page on Facebook, and you can vote for your favorite showcase. I haven't put it up yet, but I'm about okay. to put it up. Cool. So, uh, and I'll share the link, and you can vote for your favorite showcase, your favorite host, uh, your favorite set. What comedian did your favorite set and the most funny? Who you think is the funniest comic out of the the whole festival? And they will be rewarded with a trophy. So uh, that's awesome. All right, cool. I'm well, looking. So if you go to the Facebook page, so that's facebook.com slash uh, NW Black Comedy Festival, you can get tickets in advance. Yes, you can. Look at this right now. There you go, through brown paper tickets. You can just click on the on whatever um, showcase. Yeah, whatever showcase you're interested in. Also, will people be able to buy tickets at the yes, door? Yes, you'll be at the door. And the thing okay. about uh, selling them at the door, we're not going to jack it up. Like, uh, if you buy them, pre-sell them, they're 15 Then when you get to the door, they're 25 No, they're still going to be $15. You know what I'm saying? We're not trying to... Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to We're not gonna do that. So that's, I understand. That's the way I do it normally, but... We, yeah, I, I, I know, and I should do that, but, I, you know, I just... <laughs> I, I don't, to, to each of their own, I suppose. Yeah. Next year, maybe. Yeah, like next year, start, you know, with what we have planned. Because uh, it's so weird. I'm starting to notice now that uh, we're getting a lot more attention uh, now. Like I actually had a, a, a agent of a bunch of famous comedians call me and ask how can he get his 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 guys and that's cool into the festival. And I'm like, wow. And I was looking at the names. They, I'm like, wow. Wow. Like, uh, yes, wow. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, I said, I'll call you next year because it's just it was yeah. just too late to yeah, you know, it's add already somebody booked on. Now. So um, I'm actually real honored that the attention that it's getting, people are actually starting to pay a little bit more attention and take it serious. Because I think the first year people thought it was a joke. And they thought it was going to be something that was going to be yeah. here today and gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how most festivals do. I mean, people aren't sure whether it's going to be you know something real or not, or do they have the stamina to do it another year? And Man, hold on a, with that. And you clearly lasted, and you're getting the deserved attention for it. And uh, if, I think if you want anything bad enough, if you work hard enough for it, you'll make it happen. There's yeah. no roadblock. You know, if there if there's ever a roadblock, I don't see a roadblock. I'm thinking in my head, how can I get over, around, or under this roadblock? But yeah. either way, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue my forward progress. And so. Well, congratulations. I mean, this is awesome. So it's starting this, uh, well, tomorrow night's the open mic. Where's the best place for people to go for info to find out, to see the list of all the shows we just talked about? I would say go to our Facebook page, the Northwest Black Comedy Festival Mm -hmm. on Facebook. That has all of the showcases, all the individual links. Uh, Each showcase tells you who's hosting it, who's who's doing it and everything. So uh, I would go to that page and that'll that'll give you a lot of information. That'll pretty much tell you anything, you know. And if you're looking to get VIP tickets or you want to get VIP tickets or you'd like to get day passes or or um, festival passes, they can call me. Like, I'm going to give them my number. Feel free to call me. I don't care. Like, uh, 503-334-8938. Like, call me for tickets and nothing else, uh, please. And <laughs> unless it's weed or something like that, then <laughs> definitely. You give uh, him stuff. Yeah, if you want to give me something, by all means, call me. But if you're looking to get, uh, you know, because we're giving, we have uh, VIP tables uh, for for showcases, a table of six for a hundred fifty dollars, and a meal comes with a meal oh, comes with that. That's not bad at all. Yeah, that's yeah, not bad. You know, so uh, and that's you know that's not bad. Yeah, that's one fifty for one showcase for the whole night is two fifty. And then we throw in some Northwest Black Comedy Festival shirts uh, nice. and the meal. And, you know, it's, you know, you get a table. And you get a bunch of, uh, yeah, comedy. Yeah, you get three shows. Yeah, three shows. I mean, it's a pretty damn good deal. Yeah, that sounds like a great deal. Are we going to throw in a dinner for the Portland Podcast Festival next year? I'm going to blank that out next time. No, I don't know. I guess we could talk about that. Does a piece of pizza count for dinner? <laughs> hey, I'll cook. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll cook. I can cook. I'm telling you. I can cook. Beef. How many people? Like 75 to 100? Like 200, 300? Well, we're hoping several thousand. Okay, well, okay. Yeah. We're going to have to order in. Uh, <laughs> Too late. You already said it. Oh. <laughs> we got you committed. Well, yes. Go there. Northwest Black Comedy Festival on Facebook. Pick up your tickets now. Check out all of the shows. Go support, go support local support art. Yeah, go yeah. support comedy. Support and Congratulations. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you guys so, so much for having Thanks me on. Yeah, I really appreciate you. it. Thank Hell you. Yeah. It's been such a treat. Thank you. <laughs> We're just going to wrap our show right now. There's nowhere to go so. after that. We can't go uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Hit subscribe wherever you find this podcast. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Fun Employment Radio.